Welcome to Monday Movie Night Raw, the podcast about WWE studio movies. I'm your host, Miles Platt. We got a great show for you today, but before we get to that, if you'd like to borrow my copy of The Scorpion King on DVD, you can email me at mmnrpodcast at gmail.com and I will mail it to you for free with return postage. You can watch it, enjoy it, and mail it back to me all free of charge just for funsies. And without further ado, I'll introduce my guest, Kelly Curran. She's back. Welcome back, Kelly. Hey, thanks for having me. Good to be here again. Yeah, third time's the charm. Yeah, we're not doing the uh, same old same old movies last time. No no 12 rounds. No, we worked <laughs> our way through 12 rounds. Uh, 12 rounds one. Wait, is this your fourth episode then? This is my third. We didn't do the third one. There is no third one. There's not a third one? There's only two, right? Didn't we decide that last time? I thought time? there was a third one. No, because... No, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. 12 no. rounds one, 12 rounds two reloaded. 12 rounds three lockdown. We did three. Did we do three? Lockdown's the the uh, prison one. Uh, 12 Rounds 2 is the Randy Orton one with the smiley face bombs. And then 12 Rounds 1 is the John Cena one. They all kind of blend together at some point. <laughs> That's true. So, but this time we're going to talk about Oculus. Woo! Which is a 2013 horror film, which you chose. And what, what made you pick this one? I love this movie. I've seen this movie before. I've watched it like, this is like my fourth time watching it. It's really good. Um, the fabulous Karen Gillan is in it from Doctor Who. That's how I know her and I love her and she's amazing. And this is actually a really, really good movie. Which Doctor Who iteration is she, is um, she from? I think it's a fifth, I think it's a fifth season. It's Matt Smith. Um, mm-hmm. The like gangly cute guy. Yeah, I think he's cute. Some people think he's ugly as hell, but um, I think he's cute. That was my first doctor, so that's like you know my doctor, um, and I love it. So yeah, so this movie is, I mean, it's a little bit different than the other ones, but not really because this happened before. There's no wrestler in this movie, which is a shame. It's a shame. Yeah, uh, the reason for that is because WWE Studios picked it up after it was already running the festival circuit. Uh. And they just picked it up as not just a production credit. Like they were doing, they did all the marketing. That was like what they spent their money on for the movie. Yes. But interesting Easter egg. Um, At the beginning of the movie, at the auction scene, Mm -hmm. we find out the mirror was originally owned by the Levesque family. Yeah. And actually, Triple H, who's a famous wrestler, his real name is Paul Michael Levesque. There we go. There's the connection. So this is technically... Triple Wait, so H's that was, movie. That was in there before they picked it up. Yeah, it wasn't Aww. completely. Ran- I think that's the only reason why they picked it up. No. <laughs> well, I really think that uh, when WWE first started making, like, doing this, when they first opened their studio, they were doing a lot of like lower budget shit, like um, action movies with wrestlers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then as they've gone on, now they're doing like they've had a few hits. Oculus is a huge hit for it's them. So good. Um, Fighting with My Family with Florence Pugh that mm-hmm. came out last year. That's a huge hit. So really, I think, and now they're doing Netflix series. So like really like the studio is kind of picking up. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people before they were famous in a lot of these movies. I was going through to pick a movie and I saw a trailer with like Jan from The Office. I don't know her real name. And that uh, one of them has the girl from Modern Family in it. Like WWE is a good jumping off point. For a lot of actors. Oh, oh, oh. The one from Modern Family, the nerdy girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know which movie you're talking about. Yeah. It's not coming to my mind right now. It's something with, like, family. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Dad, yeah. you're, you're out of prison. It's like a comedy. Yeah, yeah right. Like uh, so. Another fun fact, the score for this movie was done by the Newton Brothers. A little tie-in because they did the music for... Uh, See No Evil 2, wow. which we reviewed on the show as well. That is also a WWE movie starring Kane. Uh, the score is good. It's scary. A lot of, a lot of bass, a lot of drums. Uh, yeah, I will say these guys must make a shit ton of money just making really lame. Really yeah, simple. It's just, yeah, it's just like boom, 
boom. Yeah. Nothing's really going on. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I really liked this movie. I hadn't seen it before. I knew it was kind of like around and I kept seeing on the list because I knew it was like a good movie. Yeah. And like kind of the premise of the show is always like bad movies to riff on. So right. I was like avoiding this one sort of because it was like going to be actually good. Actually good. <laughs> and so far, well, so just recently we got one of the highest rated movies, which was Scooby-Doo WrestleMania oh, Mystery with Lindsay, with Lindsay yeah. Normington, friend of the show. And she, so that one was like a f- almost f- full score, four Oof. point something. Oof. So I don't know if we're going to hit it that high, but we might. We'll I don't see. know. But I really, really like what this movie is like how murky the like who is right. Like is Tim right because he's been like gotten out of the psychosis or is uh, Kaylee right because she's not been brainwashed by the doctors. Right. It's kind of like an unreliable narrator sort of thing. Yeah. I don't even know what to believe. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, we get this like, yeah, it's like the fuzzy trace theory. Like, is it actually yeah, yeah, yeah. that like Kaylee's misremembering? Yeah. But we don't really know. We'll never really know. No, but it gives a interesting foundation of the whole movie because it becomes like this like movie about half truths and whole truths yeah. and then these like intersecting lives and like past and present. And like how bad human memory can be. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. I've misremembered many uh, uh, memory that I thought I was like, yeah, that totally happened. And I found out it didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. And I also really like that the um, movie tackles like technology um, as a plot point. Yeah. Because a lot of horror movies do this thing where they have a reason where the phones aren't working or right, they they're have like, them. oh, we don't have a signal. Yeah. Or yeah. we have to lock up the phones because, you know, we're going to this thing. We're going or, camping. Yeah. Or something. something. Fucking stupid. But this, it's like a modern horror movie where like the cell phones and the cameras play, play a, whole, a whole plot point. Yeah, it's an important plot point to the movie. Yeah. So yeah, but it's yeah. So then you get this kind of distortion of mind of with the technology. I feel like that makes it way more realistic because the concept in itself not that realistic, but like they do a really good job. A, the actors are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, be- it was very believable. And then yeah, all that stuff, all those little things that horror movies just like kind of discount. And it's like, oh okay, well. Those are just all the tropes, and they don't do that. So I really like that. There, well, this movie is really tropey, though. Yeah, but like, you can get a, they get away with it. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. towards the end, it turns into like total, uh, like horror house, like scary yeah. house, like ghosts popping up everywhere. It gets a little convoluted at the end. Mm-hmm. And there is a good fair share of behind the bag jump scares. Yeah, but I will say one of my really favorite jump scares is early on. Um, the dad Alan is walking through the house and he bumps his foot into that box and it makes like a boom noise. Oh, yeah. And that actually scared me the first time I watched really? it. And I was like, that's actually a smart uh jump scare to put into like to make it like not like something jumping out. Yeah, of and you. it's not like a real jump scare. Like that didn't get me, but it's good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to use it, you know? Right. So I mean we could just get into the plot if you're Let's ready. Freaking do it. Okay, so the movie opens and Kylie and Tim Kaylee and Tim are Kylie and Tom. Yeah, (laughs) Kylie and Tom uh, and Scary Daddy are was walking around with his gun. I wrote down Daddy in all of my notes. (laughs) It's Daddy referring to him. Um, But the dad is actually adult Tim, and he's going to shoot Kaylee. What's going on? But then we find out that it's actually him remembering a dream and a flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a dream. It's a dream. And he's in a in the psych ward. Psych ward. Psych ward. And uh, the doctor's like. Good job for your dream. Uh, you made great progress. <laughs> yeah. He was the worst actor in this movie. The doctor? Yeah. I thought he was so bad. He's like, you have made great progress, Tim. Yeah. It is time to move forward. Yeah, so then Tim gets released from the psych ward. After like a board meeting. Yeah, they have a board meeting. They're like, okay. Sounds he good. Gets to leave. 21st birthday, go have a drink. For real. And then he goes outside to meet Kaylee. And we Enter get- Karen Gillen. Karen Gillen. Sexy a, lady. We love her. 
and we get a great piece of exposition here. Hello, little Hello, brother. Hello, little brother. Love that. Okay, that is something that they just could not. They should have just not done that. So unnecessary. Yeah. We would have figured it out. Uh, yeah. Well, we already figured it out. It shows them as little kids at the beginning. And the little kids really do look like them, which the- is another thing I hate when they do that in movies and it doesn't look at all like them. But it did really look like them. Yeah, Annalise Brasso, I think is her name. Oh. And then the boy who, I don't know. Uh, he didn't shine as much, clearly. <laughs> no, she's cool. Well, she's in uh, Ouija. Wait, who? Uh, the little girl. Oh. Annalise Brasso. Yeah, no. I was saying he doesn't shine quite as much. Oh. Which is why you don't remember his name. No, yeah. Well, she clearly- She's in Ouija? Yeah. Remember that movie? I do remember Ouija that movie. Ouija Origin or Ouija Legacy or something. It wasn't very good. Yeah. It's also funny because Ouija boards are like a Hasbro product. You can go get those at like, yeah, toy shops. Yeah. It's literally like marketed Which by Hasbro. wrong. Uh, it is wrong because they bring bad energy into your house, people. I think it does. Ghosts are real. And well, Ouija... I don't know about that. Oh, well, that's just your opinion. Yeah. You don't believe in ghosts? I don't know if I believe in ghosts. I, I wonder, I feel like some people have that like sixth sense and they like, they can pick up on ghosts, but not myself. I don't know. I did have a paranormal experience in my house the other day. The blinds moved on their own. Like, swear to God. Like what? Like moved or? Yeah. They like, they were like, like got pushed like i swear to god <gasps> oh my god i was in my house and they moved and then i would look i looked around for all the cats and the cats were on the other side of the house and i was like who who moved those um but i mean it's just so, so scary they gave me like shivers it was really creepy and the only other time that something like that has happened to me is a doorknob turned on its own but like i can discount that really easily and be like oh it was just something i didn't see you know yeah but did you feel like an energy when it was happening no it was so part of me thinks that like i think People don't see ghosts because they're not susceptible to it. Like they're not yeah, open that's to what I think. the. I, I believe in ghosts. I've never had a paranormal experience, yeah. but I believe in them. I just don't think I'm open to them, so I don't see them. I don't think. Yeah, I think the same thing for myself. But like the blinds moved, and I was like, "Um, hello, who the fuck is in here?" And then I looked outside. I looked all around. No one was there, and I was like, "Okay, I'm probably just crazy." And like, because I didn't feel like be like I was being watched, really creepy or anything. So I was like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah. I don't know. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. Yeah. More so than ghosts. I, Aliens like have to be real. Right. Also, I believe in like parallel universes. So what I really think is that probably ghosts and things are just unexplained science that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like me in a parallel universe was like fucking with the blinds and that's why that happened or something like, you know, um, what is it? Like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. I could explain it like that more than I could explain it as a ghost. But okay. So, but they say like energy can't be destroyed. Right. So like. If people die and their soul goes somewhere, couldn't it like still stay around in some kind of like omnipresent I way? like to believe that people get reincarnated because what if, okay, so I die and then what? I'm stuck in my old house? That mm-hmm. sucks. I don't, I do not want to believe that. That what? would suck. That would suck. And I, then if it's just bad people that stay around, then all ghosts are scary and that sucks too. But I so, do think of like, I don't know, like when someone you know has passed away and then like you're talking to a friend or a family member and like you see something in them, like the way they laugh or like the way they say yeah. something that reminds you of somebody. Isn't that kind of in a way like a ghostly presence, like yeah, a presence around? I think that, yeah, like people's presence stays. But I don't I don't necessarily think it's like one person's entity that's stuck around and is like moving, like, like turning off lights and moving things on its own. Probably not. Because that's just like a sad afterlife. Yeah. Unless you're Catholic and like they're in purgatory, in which case they'll get out eventually. Uh, well, I think those are like tortured spirits. That's sad. I know. Well, so then the the lesser the lesser glass is yes, that the like lesser glass is is that like a demon? Is that what we think, or mm-hmm. is it like a ghost? Because it's like got all these people's 
uh, energy stuck inside of it. It's definitely, I think it's something, um, I would explain it like, um, not like a black hole, but like a, like something that like sucks things in Mm -hmm. like a black hole. Yeah. Like a black hole. (laughs) Like it's some black energy goo shit and that's in human form. That's what it does Mm -hmm. in this realm. Right. In this movie world. So I guess we should say the Lasser Glass is this like really creepy looking mirror that is 400 years old. It's had 48 victims. I say 48 because there's 45, but then we get three more. Oh, oh, true. <laughs> right. Uh, so, well, okay. So then, after we meet, we know that their little brother, little brother, little yes. brother and uh, it's ten Older years. Sister. We jumped to ten years before. Eleven. And Mar- it's eleven. It's eleven years before because she's twenty-three and she's twelve when it happens. I thought she was thirteen. I thought it was ten and she was thirteen. It is. It says eleven years earlier. Okay. <laughs> I'm f- okay. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. 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 So then it's two thousand two. The best year ever. <laughs> <laughs> um and. Uh, the, Alan ordered the mirror and to, for like a new decoration for their fancy new house. They're all moving in. A huge house. A beautiful house. It's giant. She's like the mom who I don't know which actress that is, but she's really, I like her. Katie something? But yeah, um, Marie. She's like, oh, is this just gonna, sh- I was just gonna find out about this on the visa bill. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she says the mirror is very ostentatious. Um, and it's like ostentatious, more like ugly. Nice. It is pretty big and ugly. <laughs> it is. Why is it in all, all these people? People are like so attracted to it. They're like, we love because this mirror. It's a black hole. Goop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Um. So back to present day. Kaylee's having a dream that she's back in her dad's office from 2003 or in my notes, but it's two. Okay. Um. And her dad jumps out and chokes her against the mirror. And Kaylee gets choked like at least a so hundred times. times she's. <laughs> she's uh, got like. And I think it's always a little girl. Well. Yeah, not always. Well, then it's older Kaylee right here because she's like back oh, right, in the right, right, office, right, right. but she's like an adult. Wait, is this? Did we skip over the the auction scene? Um, we might have. Yeah, she's at an auction place and the mirror is being auctioned and it goes to someone else. Yeah, there's a Skype caller. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> but, You're like mm, sixty thousand to the Skype caller. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they got paid by Skype. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Kaylee works for an auction house. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, she's gonna buy it. She's gonna spend twenty thousand dollars on this mirror. Like, oh yeah, here we go. And then she was just like, okay, someone else bought it, and she like walked away. Yeah. So let's let me think about that. So ah. she sold the mirror, or uh, someone else bought it, uh-huh. and then it went to the warehouse, and then she got Warren, the warehouse director, to yeah. let her take it. She works. Yeah, she was like, oh, the new owner wanted wants the crack fix because it's a crack. Right. I think uh, they really wanted that scene in the warehouse with like all the creepy stuff. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like they couldn't have her just buy the mirror because uh, that wouldn't happen. That scene wouldn't happen. And that was a cool scene. Um, so they have her work there and she's just watching the auction to see who it goes to. Mm-hmm. So she can be like, oh, yeah, that person asked us to get it fixed when they really didn't. I see. So I think she's just like intercepting. But it was a bit misleading. When I first watched the movie, I thought that she was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like a bidding scene. Yeah, I thought she was going like to go in a bidding war and be like, that's my mirror. Right. Well, she clearly has a lot of money because they gave half the estate to Tim and she got mm-hmm. half the estate and she still has a shit ton of money. Yeah, but yeah. And he went to the mental hospital and, and then she went to foster care. And when she turned 18, she just like got the house. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely really rich. And then did you see that rock on her finger? Huge. Michael Giant. hooked her up. Yeah. Yeah. She's engaged would, to a man named Michael. I would Michael. engage myself to that man too. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say? Uh, you may. The next day, Michael asked Kaylee why she's printing out graphic crime scene photos on the work computer. And then later, Kaylee's in the warehouse where the mirror was transferred for repair, right? So now we're at that part. Just log in your brain that she printed off a bunch of crime scene photos, okay? Yeah, and yeah, Michael knows really, about like, it. Yeah, they're um and uh, but okay so so she says to the mirror that it must be hungry 
She's like, oh, you must be hungry. She's like, hello again. And then she looks at the crack in the mirror and says, I hope that still hurts. Yeah. So now there's behind her two cloths that look like ghostly cloths. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, like uh, if there's like something under, like a statue is under there or yeah. something. It's like Charlie Brown when they're all wearing ghosts. Yes costumes absolutely but when she looks in the mirror there's a third one that's behind the two and it moves and it moves like it moves its head or something so my only problem is if she is some kind of antique working collector mm-hmm. why is she ripping the cloths off of these like, priceless busts like that well okay i feel like she probably just got into antiques to find this mirror specifically so okay. she's working her whole way she's like i found it to her little brother she's like i found it and um, yeah, I think that's the whole reason she got into antiques. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. That's that like theory. it's kind of like warped her whole perception. Yeah, because yeah, that's all. Ever since she was little, that's what she's been trying to do. Is right to, back to this mirror. So also, can I address? Okay, please. The costumes. I know you like have to make the costumes like just kind of bland because like you're not trying to like you know take attention away from the actors, but the costumes were really bad. They're awful. Outfits, costumes, outfits. They're costumes. They look bad. They're terrible. She's okay. like a five eleven, beautiful tall woman, and mm-hmm. they put in this like weird dress with like like frills on the, it just it really shortened her torso and i did not like it and then when they're finally at the house for the whole night yeah it's literally both wearing the same color jeans yeah he's got a green shirt on and then she's got a, a red plain t-shirt re- yeah also her bangs were awful <laughs> terrible they look like big ears like <laughs> i wonder if like so with a movie do they pick the hair for the actress or does she just kind of come in with her own look i mean she comes in with her hair but they can like make it look better they could have parted on the side does she have red hair yeah, yeah okay she's a redhead i just don't think the mom was a real redhead you don't think it so? looked she boxed. could have been blonde or something it yeah. looked like a little it bit like a box, box color yeah you would say that just saying yes <laughs> as a professional <laughs> lifelong critical. ginger i'm very yeah i'm very critical of the box dyed red hair um right so she rips the cloths cloths off the bus off they the are old old hundred year old <laughs> antiques yeah and there's nothing under there and then she, and goes, then she goes to the third one yeah which is like the one that was moving and, and it looks like there's a person. It's definitely it. wiggling. It's definitely wiggling. And then the guy comes back in and he's like, I got the dolly for the mirror. <laughs> uh, that's a bit of a jump scare. Yeah. And uh, so she do- and then she looks back and it's gone. It's gone. So Ooh. and she's like kind of like looks visibly Ooh. excited. Like she's like, damn, I know that this mirror's fucking with me already. And then, OK, Tim calls her and is like, I feel bad about how we left things because mm-hmm. like they had a little argument kind of. Um, because she wanted to talk about the mirror and he was like, no, that's my, that's my trauma. Um, and he's like, she's like, okay, meet me at the house. And he's like, what's your address? And she goes, no, the house. <laughs> yeah, and the house, so the house. They're going back to the house. But then we cut back to 10 years earlier. 11. 11 years earlier and all the plants are dying and. And mom is sad. Yes. And they're at- like, what am I doing with these? What am I doing wrong with these plants? I just can't seem to. I I change the soil. I give them sunlight. I, they I, have miracle grow. They have all the nutrients they need. I just can't see you to figure it out. They just keep dying on me. You know, Marie just doesn't have that green thumb. Uh, at dinner, young Kaylee says she wishes she was a pineapple. I did not get that joke. <laughs> right. Well, she wants a She's cell like phone. The fruit of my loom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, loom. I, <laughs> yeah. My daughter, you are the fruit of my loom. She said loins. I think. Yeah, she did. Well, yeah, well, Marie says that her daughter's her fruit of her loin, and then Kaylee says that she wishes she was a pineapple. And then Alan's chewing his nails, and then Marie, like, shames him for it, which is kind of rude. She's like, why are you chewing your nails? D- hey, kids, promise him to chew your nails like your disgusting, ugly father. <laughs> she does not say that. No, but it's kind of like, 
I don't, they clearly already have a tumultuous relationship before the mirror even yeah. shows up. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then uh, Kaylee says, Dad, who is that lady in your office today? Because they were, uh, her and her brother were playing with like, like laser tag, like really cool. Laser tag things. Yeah, that was, I never got that. Um, they're clearly rich. And um, this plants the seeds of doubt in Marie's mind. <laughs> there it is, the seeds of doubt. Um, because there was, he's, she saw like a lady in the office like massaging the dad's shoulders. And then the little girl's like, who was that lady? And the mom's like, who was that lady? Yeah, Marie looks at <laughs> He's like, Alan. I don't know. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, nope, don't know anything about that. Marie's like, bruh, what the fuck is going on around here? Yeah. So back to present, Kaylee and Tim are at the house, and they bring the mirror inside. Did he know that was the mirror when she brings it in? Yeah. Because I'm like, it's so obviously the mirror. It's all No, no, he up. knew because she was like, I found it. I found Earlier they had... Oh, coffee. and he was like, I found she it. She was like, I found it. He's like, found I found what? the thing. And he's like, what? You have to let this go. And she was like, I found the mirror. Yeah. When they're at their fancy lunch and they're After not, he gets out of the they're not eating food at all. No, not at all. <laughs> he's got and like a have... beautiful cheeseburger and she like a then beautiful they salad. They have to keep their figure for the movie. That's true. Well, plus if you're doing the takeover and over, would yeah, you yeah, be yeah. eating the food? Probably it's not. Inconsistent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can't do that. Um, uh, but if they really cared about integrity, they would just have different plates with different bites taken out of it. This is true. But um, I digress. But clearly the art and costume, not great. I wish that was my job to sit on set and just like take like a different bites of food. So like it's progressively. You're the one taking the bites. Yeah. Like I get like five cheeseburgers and I take more bites of each one. <laughs> and then trade it out. Yeah. And I can swap it out. Um, uh, Tim looks sad all the time. He's got like those droopy puppy dog eyebrows. Tim is a very tortured character. He's going through a lot. He has a lot of trauma. And I think that's also just his face. Yeah. He just kind of has a sad, droopy face. He's cute, but... <laughs> he is cute. Uh, he's a beautiful looking man. <laughs> They're both... I mean, everybody in this movie looks like a model, except for Alan. Alan, yeah, the, Alan is just the like... husband's gross. He is, I'm sorry. He, he looks like a freaking sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's sloppy Joe. He's got like his... He, they put him in this really baggy, wrinkly uh, polo shirt, and it's like cinched around the sleeves, but it's like That's doesn't bad. go around his arms at all. It's like they um, had his size and then he like got emaciated and lost like 30 pounds before they started oh filming and couldn't get a new shirt. I swear. And they bring the mirror inside. Kaylee shows the setup and I don't really know if we need to like fully explain the setup, but. Um, oh, I actually wrote all this down. Okay, wait. Please. So there are, A, there's plants everywhere because the mirror apparently kills plants. Um, the mirror is evil if you haven't. Yes, the lesser mirror. It's evil. The, yeah, the lesser mirror is already. It's really mean. Um, it's grouchy. Okay, okay, wait. There are a couple things I need to, to address. She said the house did not sell the entire time she was in foster care, which mm -hmm. is like insane. It's a beautiful house. Oh, yeah. That would definitely sell in like 11 years. Well, was she saying she didn't sell it? She was like, it sat on the market. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, it didn't. It's gorgeous. <laughs> a Hollywood movie bought it for like three weeks to film it. <laughs> okay, so she has three cameras. They all have an independent power source. Count them three. Um, she has a pri private landline, mm. um, and she has her cell phone. And then she asks uh, Tim for his, mm -hmm. so she can have control of the technology. Um, she has an alarm set every 45 minutes to change the tapes out, mm -hmm. and an alarm set hourly to make sure they eat. Um, each room has a thermostat if it goes plus or minus five degrees an alarm goes off um, and then she goes and that's the oh and then she's got the big uh, weight which yes, is the in anchor. the ceiling so there's a big anchor in the ceiling it's like a kill switch basically and it's set to go off every 30 minutes it'll it'll detach and smash into the mirror where the mirror is sitting um, so if she doesn't reset it every 30 minutes the mirror will die and that's like her like uh he, she said like a gun to the mirror's head yeah so like it has to do something or else it'll die 
but uh, so it hmm, okay so it can't kill them because then it will die what yeah 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 basically if it that's the thing is like if it kills them then the thing's gonna go off and it's gonna kill so it itself. has to manipulate them into not killing it Yes, right? basically. Okay. That's like what she's trying. And she, so she wants like activity. She's trying to prove that this thing is evil before she destroys it. Mm -hmm. Or I don't even know if she's trying to destroy it at the end or if she's just going to go give it. Well, I don't know if you'd want to give well, it to the next person. I don't know what they're trying to do with it because she's trying to get, well, I think she's trying to exonerate her father and yes, her brother. But with proof, with video proof. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm sorry. He's already out of jail. The dad's dead. Do they really need, does she, can't she just like let it go? She can't. But that's part of her. no movie. Yeah, that's part of her psychosis. Um. So yeah. Uh. Oh, and then she goes through the history. Yeah, she shows the photos of the victims throughout the years, and it's a long sequence. And wait, I have them all. Wait. Yes, please. Okay. I didn't know. You I did. didn't get their last names, but um. So the it starts in uh 1754. She said we don't know the origins of the mirror, but it starts in London 1754. Phil didn't get his last name. He gets burned to death. 1758. Robert Clancy. Uh, he's over 300 pounds, and then later he like drops hundreds of pounds magically. Yeah, Jenny Craigmere. He yeah, up. yeah. And then they just said he had a random death. He's like Jared um, from Subway, but with a mirror. And then his his uh, estate got split up, and it disappeared for a while. 1904. Uh, Mary. She died in the bathtub of dehydration. And she's surrounded by water. But she's in a bathtub, people. It's crazy. Um, and then Alice, 1943, drowned. Um, Alice is, oh, she's destroyed. She, like, killed herself. Like, pulled oh, out her teeth and stuff. Right, yes. Um, and she also drowned her kids, I think. Ooh. And it was said that she she thought that she was tucking her kids in a bed. But she was oh. actually putting them in a well. Ooh, no, don't do that. Well. Um, that's not, that's not that the was, bed. I think that was the couple that she goes through. Those yeah. Those I wrote down. Um, right, and then it kind of gets into, like, the 70s and 80s, right? Did you get all those? No, I didn't get all those. Um, right. She like flipped through really fast. Really fast. Oh, wait, the there's end. 1965. Uh, Marshall through, chews through a power line. That um, one's scary. Um, someone has a hemorrhage and dies next. And oh, then, yeah, she has like a miscarriage and hemorrhoids. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Then, and then hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, never mind. And then 2002, Alan Russ, baby, <gasps> that's, gets the mirror. Alan See, Russ. 2002. Wait, no. oh, shit. That would be 10 years. That's what I'm saying. No, 2013 when we came out, so tw 11 years. You're right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, so, so now we're caught up to speed. And then she tells us that the husband, Alan, killed their mom mm -hmm. and that Tortured her. the brother shot the dad. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're in this messy, messy situation. And now we're in this messy, messy. And the mirror has been... where? where how, how did it get out of their possession after that? Uh, I guess because he's dead, yeah, it just went... Yeah, their estate just got split up, I guess. Right, okay. Or got whatever. And then she tracked it down. Um, And it shows... He was like, well, why don't we just smash it and yeah. end this now? Mm -hmm. And she's like, go ahead, try. Right, and so he, uh, he, it shows them as kids yeah. allegedly trying to smash it mm -hmm. with golf clubs. Golf clubs. We'll get back to that at some point. That'll come back. We'll see the, the truth behind that moment. Uh, Tim tr picks up a metal chair and he's going to smash it, but then he like gets monologuing and just ends up setting the chair back down. Yep. And Kaylee's like, uh, bruh, you didn't smash the it mirror. It just disarmed you. Yeah, it disarmed you. It knows how to keep people from breaking it. Uh, Oliver, a school teacher in 1971, tried to break it, uh, but he never struck a blow. He, uh, afterwards, he walked into traffic and killed mm -hmm. himself and died in front of all of his students. Uh, why would you put that mirror in like a lecture hall? I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> Uh, so, right, 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 right. Then we cut to 10 years earlier. Alan takes the off the band-aid oh, that he put on his yeah, finger. he's like typing and then he sees a band-aid and he takes it off. And then he re looks back down and the band-aid's back on his finger again. 
And so then he tries to rip the Band-Aid off with a, with sta- a staple remover. <laughs> but he's not actually ripping the Band-Aid off, people. He's ripping his own goddamn fingernail yeah, off. Yeah, it cuts to him, like, ripping his fingernail off. And he's like, ah! The body horror in this movie is really good. It is good. Because it's not, it's subtle. It's like these little things that would really Ooh, freak like you ripping out. ripping your fingernails off or, like, like smashing your teeth out. Yeah, or, like, a scar of reopening or something. Yeah. That's just, like, such a traumatic that's like one of those things i have nightmares about like my teeth falling out or like um yeah pus coming out from the sides of my eyes or something i'm so sorry that you have those dreams (laughs) sometimes i do no really i do where like i'm like something like it's like my i'm like tearing up and i'm scooping away and it's like yeah you're like ripping your eyeball out yeah it's gross um and then he goes and he he sees some books on the ground and he goes and he yells at the kids he's like no i told you not to play in my office <laughs> and um there's like books stacked all over the office and he's like i know i was a kid once too <laughs> i love the stack books and they're like dad we li- we play gamecube it's 2002 <laughs> get your no shit one together uses bu- clearly that wasn't us with the books like someone else was doing that <laughs> yeah and they're stacked in like a creepy ghost way <laughs> yeah like there's a, they're not playing. There's nothing fun happening here. <laughs> no, it's not a game. They didn't set them up like dominoes and knock them over. No, they're just like laid out on top Spine of each other. Spine open on top of each other. In like a long line. Long line. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mason the dog, I have my notes. We stand. Oh, I love Mason. <laughs> He's a yellow lab for everyone interested. Mm-hmm. Um, very well behaved for the most part until the mirror shows up. Yes, then he um, turns a little bit naughty. Yeah, he starts acting kind of sick. He's really pissing sad. himself. He's barking at doors. He's not doing too hot. Um, and then the dad buys a gun at this point. Yes, the dad does buy a gun. And why did they buy it? Because Marie wanted to be safe because of burglars? I think she, he's like, I thought this would make you feel safer. And she's like, this makes me feel less safe. Yeah, which it should because it ended up being like uh, Chekhov's gun, people. This yeah. gun does go off, also, let me tell you. They're like in a nice house in a nice neighborhood. Like, Couldn't they just got like an alarm system or something? Yeah. That would have been way more useful. Yes, they should have. And if they still had that nice neighbor. Um, Who, Bob? Uh, Bob, is that his name? Yeah, Bob. Yeah, well, Bob's around. Yeah, Bob he, can. He's looking after. any issue, Bob can come. Bob and I'm Alan sh- go golfing. I'm sure Bob has nothing to do all day. He <laughs> no. seems like the type. He's just around. He's just waiting for Kaylee to come over and say, my mom's sick and locked upstairs. Can you please help me? And then uh, he brushes it off. But that, look, this all comes up later, okay, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't understand the temperature fluctuation thing. Did you understand what was going on with that? Well, I mean, the temperature was just fluctuating. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the mirror, like, makes you hot. I don't know. Or cold. Or cold. But also the alarms didn't work for that. They're, like, we're supposed to be alarms going off of it. But, okay, but, like, it raised, like, two degrees and then later raised, like, three more. Mm-hmm. Would it, the alarm go off for that? Or is it, like, has to raise, like, five all at once? It, it went from, like, a total of 73 degrees to 78 degrees. Like, it literally didn't get that warm. No, it didn't really make that much sense. It wasn't really necessary. I guess that's, like, a, like a ghost thing, though. Like, they do, like, thermos, thermostat, yeah, thermal, thermal, thermal cameras. Thermal cameras. And, like, that's kind of a ghost thing. But I think this mirror doesn't so much do ghost shit as it does, like, mental, like, delusions. This mirror has, like, no capacity for power. It's so strong. Yeah, I can like, literally do anything. Like, this mirror can just do anything. So I don't know why she thought that she was going to come fight this mirror or whatever and get out alive. Uh, spoiler but um <laughs> but, uh, i don't know why she thought that it was gonna go well um because his mirror is like god yeah or the devil though her setup so is powerful. pretty foolproof it's not though yeah. we're gonna find out it's not <laughs> it's not at all because this mirror could like Manip- make you believe a plane crashed into the house and you have to run away like right. it can make you believe <laughs> anything. anything yeah uh t- um so there's a, okay so kaylee's got a dog it's not a french bulldog it is a 
Boston, Boston Terrier. And its name is Dog. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a name because she's using it as bait to like get it eaten. Apparently, the mirror eats dogs. It, <laughs> it, it loves feed, eating dogs. It feeds off of them and like makes them really sick or something. Right. So I think it takes their energy. I don't know, but the other dogs, she said, disappeared in the other houses. Um, like in the past right. ones. Like the they had ones... a Dalmatian and just like never was found. Yeah. And she put it, she puts the French terrier in a cage no. with a... Boston terrier. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. This is going so well. <laughs> she puts it in a cage with a cloth over it like it's going to disappear out of the cage or something. Right. Like a magic trick. Yeah. But it doesn't. And well, Tim ends up letting the dog go and is like trying to convince Kaylee to leave the house with him. He's He's like... This dog, you're torturing this dog. Stop yeah, leaving I in this cage. Agree with that. Me too. But then he just lets it out into the woods. Like, Which doesn't the make sense. I think she just got that dog from a shelter that day. Yeah, literally. She's like, I really want a dog. No background check, people? No, not what, at all. What's going on? Um, We missed the part. Wait, maybe we didn't miss the part. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of jumping. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, He, she, he. After the dad has the gun, mm-hmm. the Marie is walking out of the room and he calls her a grotesque cow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. The grotesque, grotesque cow. cow. I'm dying. That's just so funny. <laughs> That's such a mean thing to say to It's someone. so mean. You can't call someone a grotesque cow. But he doesn't. He didn't say it. We like hear it whispered and he and then she's like, what did you just say to me? And he's like, I didn't say shit. What the fuck? It, it was the mirror. It was the mirror, people. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the grotesquest cow of them all? Marie. <laughs> Who's the grotesquest? I think it's most grotesque. Uh, uh, so, the, okay, but so we're like, me, me personally watching this movie, I'm thinking, okay, right, Kaylee's maybe a little bit crazy, torturing a dog. I think Tim's probably got his shit together. But Kaylee walks back to the office and oh shit, what the fuck? Bam, the cameras are now facing each other and the plants and lamps are all set up as like symmetrical next to the mirror. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, it worked. It's working. Proof. And then we go back and watch the footage and it's like the two of them arguing about how he's like, I want to leave. We just had a, we, you know, you're remembering it wrong, blah, blah, blah. But the whole time they're arguing, they're like setting up the cameras mm-hmm. to like face each other and they don't remember doing it at, at all, all, which is so creepy. Super creepy. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. I remember watching it the first time. My stomach kind of churned. And you're like, like, oh, God, what is going on? They're getting fucked up. So the mirror's getting stronger. The plants are dying. It definitely fed off of the dog. Yeah, so it fed off the dog. It gave gave it a little bit more power. And so Kaylee has plants set up throughout the house to, like, gauge the radius of the house, of the mirror's, like, power. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's killing some of the plants in the house, but not the plants in the other parts of the house that so hasn't gotten that far yet but she it says like, 30 feet of influence at this point 30 feet of influence so they can still hang out in the kitchen in like the living room or something yeah i i don't believe that i feel like well, the, she's like the, saying it's gonna get stronger by the minute well and i also think the mirror is just like baiting them mm-hmm. like the mirror controls the entire world i think <laughs> right why don't we all just like obey the mirror i think we're under the mirror's influence right now wait i think i feel it oh i you think your eyes just turn a little like into mirrors? Glowy. Yeah, they're glowing like a mirror. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years earlier. Uh. Okay. Kaylee and Tim are playing like a video game on the couch. Why is it like some '90s big old box? It's like 2002. People got PlayStation's, and GameCubes at this point. They're like, oh, the game, this- the thing they're playing on. Yeah, it's like a huge ass like. I don't even know what it is. They like probably couldn't. Tech. They probably didn't have the like budget to like buy, buy an actual. Cube. Yeah. To like use that. So they're just like put a box over there. <laughs> connect some controllers to it. It looks like. Yeah. It literally looks like a GPS from like 2001. <laughs> like they're playing with the GPS. So Marie asked Tim and Kaylee about the woman in the office mm-hmm. at dinner that night. And Alan's nowhere to be found. We don't know where he is. And Tim says that, sh- that the woman lives there. 
that it's Alan's live-in wife that lives he's in like, the yeah, office. Yeah, I think she lives there. So the mom's just like, oh, he's having an affair in the house, and she's a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. I don't think you could pull that off. Like, what, is the lady climbing in through the window and then screwing the dad and then leaving through the window? <laughs> right. Like, you have to know you're insane if that's what you believe. Well, and then Kaylee's like, well, mom never left the house. And then Tim's like, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? And I'm like, are you remembering that wrong? Yeah, but then we have no reason to assume that she ever left the house. She didn't. She's always been there. Yeah. So I don't know what that line was about. Uh, they're I eating. I think he was just trying to discount her yeah. again. He's kind of gaslighting. Well, and at this point, yeah, we're realizing, I, personally, I've always been on board with Kaylee's story. I was like, this mirror is evil because I like to believe that because um, it's fun. Um, so, you know, at first he was kind of making sense. And then it's like his story starts to sort of fall apart. It does. Yeah. You know, uh, I should note that they are eating toast and drinking wine for dinner. That's their dinner. That is their also, dinner. Also, the, the lady's name apparently is Marisol. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, that's the name the mirror chose. Yeah. Which sucks. Or is that just like one of the victims? Oh, it could have been one of the old ones. Uh, there. I don't. I don't She's know. not in your list. She's and not on my she list. She didn't come up noticeably. No, because the Marisol thing is like a reveal, like the name. Because we don't. It doesn't oh yeah. Come up before the then. Marisol. Yeah. Yeah. So Marie goes into Alan's office and is going through his papers and finds uh, the name Marisol written over and over and over and over on a document. And that's how you know. Yeah. He's having an affair. Yeah, because Alan's like full like seventh grader writing in the back of his notebook Marisol. someone's name over and over. Marisol. But it was actually creepy. It was it like is. written really scary. It was a very much like uh, all work, no play makes Johnny a doll boy. Yeah, moment. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like little hearts and stuff. No. This movie definitely has like takes from those sources like it does have the shining moments yeah. and it does have the poltergeist like peeling skin moments that are like you know it, it it's definitely working in tropes but has a fresh take on them i think i love it mm-hmm. we never really find out who that is who marisol is is it the long-haired black haired sorry long black-haired <laughs> woman yeah i think so i thought it was the same actress as the mother though i realized later it's not it's, yeah. but you see them both with like glowy eyes at some point so mm-hmm. i just got them confused i thought she was wearing a wig but right. i think it's a completely different woman mm-hmm. and possibly uh, from what we see later i do think it's a, a victim of the mirror i think so that too. he's like using well i think it's like kind of canon that whoever is a victim of the mirror is now in it like they can it can be used yeah. their their being their presence can be used in the mirror i also wonder what the mirror's tactic is like is it playing off of people's like weaknesses like does alan really want to have an affair and so this because he's like in in love with the mirror like he's like staring at the mirror and like Mm -hmm. you know like it's some woman and then the mom is like insecure that he is having an affair so i wonder if it shows that specifically because it's playing off people's weaknesses yeah i think probably it's kind of like a murder house american horror story season one yeah it's like your own they're playing into everybody's previous uh, issues In- insecurities, insecurities. i also wonder why the children weren't really affected by the mirror. the kids aren't affected that no. was driving me crazy because i think it's because they're innocent and pure they're being manipulated but like not being like directly and made to kill or anything no i wonder um like what was the mirror's tactics like 400 years ago was it like i've got a new typewriter for you <laughs> like, it's like a piano playing by itself right, and like, like oh i got a spinning top for the little girl <laughs> <laughs> like like a stick and a hoop. There's a new horsey for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you you've stolen my horse. No, the horse <laughs> is right here. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, that would be a good spinoff. That's what I was gonna say. This movie, open ended and open ended ending. It could be anything. There's a there million, should be a sequel. There should be a bunch of sequels. Oculus remix. 
Oculus Remix. <laughs> yeah, uh, in the Amazon on Amazon, it, like tells you what song is playing at the end. I guess like in the like, there's like that X-ray thing on Amazon where like it tells you what actors are yeah, on screen at that moment and what songs what are song playing, playing and stuff. And the so- the credit song is Oculus Remix. I thought it was a sequel. <laughs> Thank you, Newton Brothers, for the Oculus <laughs> Remix. Really clever name. Uh. So Marie starts like losing it after she sees this Marisol thing. And yeah. So she starts choking Tim. And then Alan. Oh, yeah. She's like in the mirror and they're like, Mom, what's wrong? And then she turns around and just starts choking, choking Tim. So him. Tim does get choked once. Tim's getting. Yeah, there's a lot of choking. And Tim does get choked. It's not. Once. This isn't like. No, this is intersectional. Men yeah. and women are both getting choked. They're both getting choked. <laughs> Equ- not equally. No, not equally. Yeah, no. Um, equal choke for equal pain, right? So. <laughs> Uh, I think, um, how did they get away? Does um, Kaylee like hit the mom or something or like push her away? Something. I don't know. Somehow Tim they get away. And yeah, Kaylee get upstairs and then the mom's running after them. Mm-hmm, and then Alan gets home and puts Marie in a chokehold. Yeah, cause she's like banging, banging on, the door, on the door, like smashing and her face is cut open. Yeah. And <laughs> he puts her in a chokehold. <laughs> literally. And he's like half her size. Literally. Yeah. No, she's buff. She could literally fuck that guy up. Yeah. Um, and so he tells the kids to go to bed and then brings a dog chain upstairs and like a hammer. He, he goes to Home Depot real quick. Yeah, he just takes a swing through Home Depot, gets the necessary chains and tells the kids the next day not to bother the mom. She's very sick. And yeah. then he says, we don't want you bothering her. And, and they're then, like, who's we? And he's like, um, no one, me. In and the he mirror, just keeps myself, going. And I. <laughs> Um, so then he feeds Marie a plate of chili with apple slices. A plate of chili. That's right, folks. You heard it. A plate of chili <laughs> and apple slices. Um, then we get the notorious apple prank. Oh, the apple prank. <laughs> this mirror is such a little prank. It really is. So the lights are going out left and right mm-hmm. in the house because they have lights set up everywhere. And, uh, you know, Kaylee's got to replace the bulbs as she does. She's a handyman. She does everything around this place. She loves replacing bulbs. And she's eating an apple, you know, like anyone would. They have to eat every hour on the hour, uh, which their snacks suck. They had like a granola bar and an apple. And she's, oh, this is like such a torturous scene. First, let me say, she unscrews the dead light bulb and puts it in with the new light bulbs. Which is just bad craftsmanship. We all know. Every light bulb looks the same. You got to shake it, look yeah. at it real close to know if it's dead or not. So bad move on her part, but mm-hmm. she replaces it and it turns back on for like a second and then it goes out again. And she's like, oh, damn, what the hell? Um, and then I don't know. She puts a new one in. I don't know. Something happens. And then she reaches for her apple to eat her apple and she walks off and you hear crunch and it's glass and she had bit into a bulb oh, and there's like glass in her mouth and it's such a terrible, oh, I could like feel it. And there's, it's a big chunk and it's like roof to tongue. It's oh. like holding her mouth open. Yeah. And there's just like blood coming out of her mouth and it's, it's really visceral. It, it's I really real. love that mm-hmm. scene. Right. It's one of those body horror things where it's like, you can feel it. And it's not cringing. like, like that's not going to kill her, but like, oh God, ow, that would hurt, hurt like so bad. Beach. So she reaches into her mouth and pulls out this big old chunk of glass and she's mm-hmm. like, ah, and then Tim is like, Kaylee. And she turns around and she's got like this like horrible expression on her face because she was just chewing glass. And then he looks at her and she just has an apple in her hand. Yep. And she's like holding a chunk of apple. Mm-hmm. And then she looks down and she's like, oh my God, it was an apple the whole time. Right. And she's like wiping her mouth. There's no blood. Yeah. So the mirror is fucking with her. Really? Pranked. Pranked. Ashton Kutcher comes out. Punk. <laughs> oh my gosh, we got you. That wasn't a na- light bulb. That was an apple. <sighs> so Kaylee goes in the room and sees, um, well, this is a flashback again. Kaylee goes in the room and sees Marie chained to the wall like a dog. 
Yeah. Yikes. In Alan and Marie's And her mouth is all bloody. Yeah, she's fucked up. She's losing her teeth. Her hair's looking not good. So they call the doctor, and the doctor says... Oops, your mom's dead. No. No. (laughs) The doctor says, uh, just have your dad call. Yeah, you have to have your dad call back. And then she hangs up, and the boy's like, what did he say? And she was like, your dad has to call. And it was the same voice as the last doctor Mm -hmm. we called. Right, so like they're manipulating the phone still. Yeah, and we forgot to mention a precaution is that her fiance is calling her every hour on the hour to make sure she's okay. And she uses the the guys because he doesn't know anything about this mirror. The fiance, he's really left in the dark. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, just bear with me for the next couple of days. Little does he know. Um, and so she's saying that you know she's scared to be with her brother who just got out of the mental hospital. And so to call every hour on the hour. Um, and he calls at one point and she's like, I don't know. We don't even 50, 50 that that was even him. Right. Um, so clearly the phones aren't even that reliable. I don't know why she cared to like have, have the consistent those. call because yeah. it didn't end up mattering. Yeah. Or she was like, I've got its own landline and I've got all control of the cell phones. And I'm like, why does that matter? Because, because they were can calling just control on a landline the cell phone anyway. in 2002. Yeah. Well, I don't and know why the landline has anything to do with it. You have to have a landline to have a phone. Right. So they can, <laughs> they can, it can manipulate cameras, phones, everything that she And people. And she was like, well, this is objective because later she's using the phone to see if the broken glass, but the pottery's broken, but then it, the phone was getting manipulated at that yeah, moment. I wonder if the, um, the mirror is like so self-aware that it knows what she's saying. Cause like, I wonder if she had never mentioned the big weight above the mirror, yeah. the, like the, the kill switch, um, that maybe it like wouldn't have realized that. Cause she sat out and she like said her whole plan out loud. She's like, I've got all these cameras. I got blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the, the mirror was like, oh, I, I hear your plan and I like, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. You know? Right. No, that's probably, well, yeah, probably. And so like it saw her like, like it needs to catch up a little bit. Like so she takes out her phone to use it and it's like, oh, she's using her phone now. I need to manipulate that. Right. I like, didn't can think it about only that. do so many things at once? Yeah. I don't know. I'm wondering what did, how did it manipulate people? I keep coming back to this in my head before phones was it like writing fake letters to people <laughs> excuse me <laughs> like this is in your handwriting i didn't write that and they look again it's a blank piece of paper oh my god <laughs> like i don't know um, oh yeah that's a really there's a carrier question. pigeon flying in and then there's actually no <laughs> bird there's no pigeon at all yeah wow um in so same voice yeah ah super scary so now the movie starts getting a little bit messy where we're not getting these clear flashbacks anymore yeah it just like becomes like sometimes the adults are in the same room as the kids sometimes yeah kids are in the same room as the adults they're walking past each other well and i think this is the mirror playing off of their biggest weakness at this point which is that night Mm -hmm. that it attacked them so it becomes really convoluted as to what moment is happening because they're almost it's almost making him relive that night it is making him relive right. that night that everything oh, went down interesting that you'll find interesting the screenplay when they were originally trying to sell it it was they the people reading it were like this is confusing we don't know what's past and present yeah. so the writer um also the director he went back and changed all of the past scenes into italics so everything that happens oh. in the past is in italics in the script that's nice which makes it a lot easier for them to sell it yeah i could see that because i was watching it and i was like this would be hard to read well also, and it's almost kind of hard to watch you're like what the hell's going on mm-hmm. and this had come out right after this was kind of around the the zeitgeist of paranormal activity like oh, yeah. in the found footage thing mm-hmm. which got had a resurgence after you know blair witch had their run and then it came back like you know a few years later and a lot of people were like well buy your script we want to do it as found footage and he was pushing back against that yeah and then um in sepid picture whatever that company is it's not bloom house that's partnered with this mm-hmm. um they said we will only make this movie if you promise not to do this found footage there we go yeah so and this is based off a 2006 short that yeah i was gonna say was really popular who was that that how does that connect to this the short yeah well it was like i think the short is um 
the present day story. Yeah. And then the way he was able to expand it into a feature was to include the past. Yeah, I just remember watching part of the short and he's going through all the history, like kind of like Kaylee's monologue where she's going right, through all the history. Right, because isn't it called Oculus, the colon, the man with the plan? I don't remember. So I'm pretty sure, I haven't seen it, but I I watched he, part of it oh. and then and he was like going through all the history and stuff. But that, is that guy or who wrote that, is they, are they affiliated with this script? It's his movie, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, Mike Flanagan. Okay, so he he's the one in it, in the short, right? I don't know. Okay, maybe. Who knows? I think it is. Probably. The one doing it. Yeah, and then he directed mm. it. Okay. Good and, for him. Yeah, so he wrote this adaption with this guy called Jeff, named Jeff Howard. So they, and they Really goes to show it. you, making a short film can uh, get your work out there. That's like how get you got to get picked your work up. out, I think. I mean, yeah. I'm not a filmmaker, but like a lot of filmmakers get their start making shorts, and it's cheaper yeah. to make a short. Also, this movie works with the fucking budget because it's just in one house the entire time yeah it's the house the hospital and like the auction room mm, that's it and that's pretty much it and yeah and this movie made a shit ton of money for like their five million dollar budget or whatever they had yeah so right so now we're like sometimes you'll see like the young together with the old and all that stuff i also wonder if there's like an aspect of time travel happening and may- bear with me um because at one point the boys and like the little boys in the room and he like the older version of him walks in and he like looks up and is like staring at him mm-hmm. and he's like looking back at him. And I wonder if back in the past he saw that person like in his room and oh. was like, who is this? And like followed him, mm-hmm. you know, but like then he didn't know who it was. And now he's like, oh my right. God, that was me the whole time. I don't know. I don't know either. Like a prisoner of Azkaban kind but of But they're almost kind of like, yeah. Like you see the light across uh-huh. the river. And he's like, it's my dad, but it's him the whole time. Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know if that is beyond the uh, mirror's control. Mm-hmm. To go back in time, but they are like almost interacting with each other yeah, a little they, bit. Uh, you know, they definitely are. You know, but then it makes you wonder, like, so like the moment where Kaylee's walking up the stairs and then young Tim is walking down the stairs, is that just older Tim walking down the stairs? Right, they're just missing each other because they're seeing different visions. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So we don't know what's true and what's really not, and like what time. It starts really getting is. even more, yeah, it gets even mm-hmm. more messed up. And I, I kind of like that because before I was like, oh, this is what's happening and blah blah blah, but then like you get sucked into like the world and you're like oh i don't even know what's going on anymore right and oh geez which is why i brought up at the beginning of the episode the whole like how the movie's set on this foundation that's like rocky like we already don't know which person to believe and so then you're left with this like which is what makes it so psychologically scary yeah and makes the movie stick with you i think more so than like um the conjuring which i love it's one of my favorite horror movies but like it's very jump scare and like doesn't uh, most i feel like the characters don't really stick with you yeah the stuff that sticks with me is like the snapping and like the creepy tree yeah and i don't know why i like that movie so much it was also it seemed like it followed a lot of tropes but like Mm -hmm. was so good i don't know um okay where did we leave off so right now we're kind of at that pottery part where she's like seeing the we talked about this the phone it looks like a blank uh floor but there's actually broken pottery on it oh right marie with the mirror eyes, her mom spins is behind her and scares her, and Kylie, Kaylee, <laughs> uh, uh, turns around and stabs her in the neck. Yeah, oh my fucking like, god! Uh, but guess what? It's not her mom. It's not her mom. It's her freaking fiance, Michael. Um, but then the plate. So then, but she's like, it's fine though, because I already know that the plate wasn't yeah, real. Yeah, because she was looking at it on her phone camera, and she's so, like, so she, he's she wasn't not dead. there. He's not really there. And then he calls her, and he's like, "Hey, babe, just checking in." And she's like, I'm fine. And he's like, uh, all right, fine, bitch. And like, <laughs> he, is don't, bit, he doesn't say that, but he's like a little bit grouchy. Yeah. He's just like, okay, bye. Uh, okay. Fine, like, bye. I would be like, what? And she's like, I'm, 
I'm fine. Yeah. And I'm like, I would be like, what is going on? Like, but talk. I don't know. I don't think that was him. Actually, it's left pretty pretty ambiguous as to whether she actually kills the guy. Because then Tim walks up behind her and is like, yes, there is glass all over or yeah pottery piece of pieces. plate all over the ground and you did stab him yeah uh what is your what what's your theory on that do you want to so get into my that theory, now okay so um is he alive maybe but we see michael in the mirror with the mirror eyes with when they're all we're seeing all the previous oh, victims we do? yeah so it's like if we're seeing all the previous victims and then we see michael he's too, dead he's definitely dead though yeah. we don't see his body at the end when the cops show up yeah, but Which I think sucks he's probably because dead. Tim's definitely going to get charged with both murders. Yeah, I think he's probably dead. Which is dumb because she said, "If I don't answer the phone, call the cops. Don't show up right on your own and come try to battle me mm-hmm. or my brother." Um, so kind of bad move on his part. I don't know. He's pretty boring in the first place. So yeah, he's I'm not too. Lame. I'm no. not too mad about that. But he was loaded. He was loaded, and he was very supportive of her night terrors. Helps yeah, her. Yeah, he was like, "Baby, you just had one of your night terrors again." And then, like, <laughs> she's just like, like and goes she goes back to sleep. Back to sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, those night terrors. Um, so that was my theory that Michael is actually dead, even though it's oh. kind of left up to interpretation. Yeah, and then this is when they go outside to call nine one one, right? Mm-hmm. And they go outside and they're like calling nine one one, and um, then they look inside and they see themselves inside. Yeah, standing in front of the mirror like waiting for the anchor to drop and kill them and um kaylee's like it's just trying to lure us back inside and then he, she's like call again call again so she calls 911 again and it's like what's your emergency and he's like i need i need someone here and they're like we're sorry your dad's gonna have to call yeah like just what the doctor said before when they were kids mm-hmm. yeah your dad's gonna have to your dad's gonna have to call your guys timbo yeah timbo they call tim timbo sometimes and then they smash the phone the iphone 6 or whatever yeah they definitely smash that up uh Okay, now we're. I have my notes that Alan's pointing a gun at Marie. Yeah, I wrote, Daddy, get your gun. Okay, so <laughs> here he comes. Yeehaw, Daddy got his gun. And can we just say, Marie got it so bad in this movie. She did. That sucks. Why did the dad get to like have a hot affair with a ghost and just like chill? Right. And then um, she gets tortured. My theory is that he was out of the house more. So he got like a little less of the power of the oh. mirror because he like went golfing with his like client. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would be gone doing this, that and the other thing sometimes. And Marie was stay at home mommy. She was home all the time. Yeah. But then that begs the question, why didn't the kids get it? Because yeah, they, they it was like too. summer and they were home the whole time. But uh, their innocence. But none of the victims from earlier are kids. I mean, they are true. Like, but they're indirectly victims because they're killed by their parents. Maybe the par- maybe the mirror really likes children. It doesn't like. Ch- oh, it likes children. Yeah, it's like uh, it'll be nice to the kids. Um, it also really likes white people. There are no people of color in this movie. There's one black cop lady. Yes, the black cop at the end that <laughs> takes Tim away, and she's like crying. She's like, "Just come with me. Come with me, Timmy." Um, no, I don't even think she has a line. But uh, she doesn't say anything, and it's problematic. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's generally a problem with most movies. I was talking to my mom about this and how most scripts just don't even write in ethnicities at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just that the default most production companies go to is just white. If it's like, man, brown hair, brown eyes, they're like, oh, it's going to be a white guy. Right. Um, so I think it's important to make that specificity. If you want, you know, diversity in your script, write it in. Yeah. And then look, and no... you don't have to like make it like exoticize it. I've never said that word out loud, but like make it exotic. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, her olive skin and her definitely don't do eyes. that <laughs> no you shouldn't do that like it's okay to... it's okay to be like man black yes or like woman asian, asian. like it's fine for some people to be their race like yeah it just that's not have to be... that shouldn't be a bad thing no um and i do think i will say even now i think a lot of times we have the problem of 
where they get all the principal actors that are white. Yeah. And then, and then they have the side characters. Then they're like, okay, now we have all our secondary characters to cast. And they cast half of them as people of color and the other half white. And they're like, boom, we got our diversity for the movie. Right. No. And it's probably because, um, I don't know, we're realizing that like with the success of movies like Moonlight and like Get Out and Crazy Witch, Rich Asians, that yeah. like we don't even need white people in cinema at all. Like no. they can literally just not even be there. Right. And then you have movies like Green Book, which won Best Picture last year, which is literally a white savior movie about yeah. a black man and his very like violently racist driver. I didn't see it. Did you see it? No. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I've heard about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to watch it. So, yeah, I think we're kind of realizing... Same thing with, like, women. I feel like a lot of times they're, like, just described, like, it's, like, woman, 30s, mm-hmm. hot and sexy, or it's, like, woman, 30s, beautiful breasts, or, like, I don't know, just, like, <laughs> know, something crazy that's, like, okay. Well, and even shows, like, <laughs> Girls, which, you know, is kind of getting dated now. Um, yeah. It, it, that was seen as, like, progressive, but it's, like... For the time, yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of hot women and then fat Carolina Dunham. <laughs> I'm saying this. This is going live on the internet. I mean, she calls herself that. That's what I mean. It's like played as that way. Like it's and progressive it's like, because oh, she's because, yeah. ugly, and it's like yeah, yeah. Like that's like special. Right. I'm like, guess what? There are plenty, plenty of ugly women, and they're all great actors. Like that's <laughs> not like special being pretty. No. Um, and it also shouldn't be like the default. In fact, I think it's way more interesting when you have like real because that's like again with like Get Out and stuff like that. People can relate to it who never could relate to movies before mm-hmm. because they don't see themselves reflected in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when like a housewife sees herself, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, I'm yeah. sorry, Lena Dunham, if you're listening to this, I called she's, you a fat cow. That was really uncool. She's like, I love it. Please don't I'm totally a me. fat cow. <laughs> uh, anyone listening, I apologize. Um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> okay, then it goes like full haunted house, right? Like the kids are really scared. They're like running around. They're getting chased by their parents, which to me is like an actual nightmare. Like when you're a little kid, like the people that are supposed to be that you feel so safe with and protected by are like turning against you. Can I go off on a little tangent? Please. Have you seen um I think it's called Mom and Dad with uh, uh Nick Cage? No. Wait, no, I haven't seen it, but I oh really wanted to. My God. It's so good. It's so good. It's about like all the parents in the world just like all of a sudden want to kill their kids, mm-hmm. like more than anything. Yeah. And Nick Cage shines in this role. <laughs> he's absolutely nuts trying to kill his kids uh you have to watch that okay that's a recommendation so funny all of nick cage's movies are so funny um vampire's kiss Mm. that's what it's called that's the one that like the meme is from where he's like looking weird yeah i forget what the like caption is yeah um i don't know but definitely really weird vibes from that yeah or that movie the visit you see that no that's like where the cage in that no no oh Uh, just the whole thing with like killer adults that are like supposed to protect yeah. their kids it's like uh they go to visit their grandparents oh i have seen that and i think it's like a found footage movie yeah i have seen that the the kids okay the Isn't kids like a, not a very good actor no no but it's uh not a great movie i think it's m night Shyamalan too oh okay that makes sense then but um i take it back about the kid you know you're just a kid but um just a kid. it is a really scary concept and it that is. in that movie they're like all of a sudden like the mom's like those aren't your grandparents yeah and it's like oh fuck yeah really scary mm-hmm. spoiler for the end of the visit if you haven't seen it yet well wow. but it's the same kind of thing where it's like these kids ha- are helpless because you call for help you ask the neighbor you call the police you call the doctor yeah and they your just say, parents are supposed to be the people that protect you and they just say oh well just talk to your parents about it and also the manipulation um having your parents be like everything is fine Mm -hmm. and your mom's like chained up in the in the bedroom yeah and you're like okay what am i supposed to do now these like the people i've looked up to forever like do i go against them or like is this something every kid experiences 
where mm-hmm. they your dad chains up your mom and like is this a normal part of childhood oh. like do i just listen to my father like yeah you you know you got to really learn what's right and what's wrong pick your battles i will say i think it's objectively Shoot wrong your to dad. chain your mother to a wall i would agree with that but, but on a lesser scale everyone goes through that yeah we're you all changing society like, no not that oh. but being like oh do i agree with my parents belief about this or that or the other thing you, know, you got to be your own person mm-hmm. and and decide i'm gonna unchain my mom yeah, and I'm gonna shoot my dad. Yeah, so yeah, okay. that's what so, happens, <laughs> right? Uh, Kaylee whacks Marie with a golf club, and and Marie's choking Kaylee. She gets choked a lot. We've said that. Is this when mo- the mom's eating a plate? Yeah, she like it's like a pl- and she's like like chipping her I teeth think out she or ate something. The plate earlier because isn't she off the chain now? Yeah, she's she's, Girl, off, she's off the chain. The chain. <laughs> um, so Marie's choking Kaylee, but seems to like come out of it for a second because she's like Kaylee. She's like Kaylee. And so it's like, oh my gosh, maybe she's like fine. Um, but then too late because Alan shoots her like three times, uh, while like all times. the dead what? Uh, it's two times. Two times. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> while all the dead mirror people are standing around. Yeah. And her, and <clears throat> it yeah, and then he says, uh, oh, then they're like in the office. And Kaylee's like, Dad, this isn't you. And he says, it is me. I've met my demons, and they are many. I've seen the devil, and he is me. And then Kaylee gets powerful. choked. Powerful. What? Powerful. Pa- yeah, powerful very powerful. Words. Yeah, it's actually a good line. Pretty, it really is. pretty creepy. Your dad being like, I'm the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it reminds me of, um, I don't know, like an exorcist movie, or even like, um, uh, what's that fucking movie? Not Midsommar, the other one. His first movie, Hereditary. Oh, Hereditary. How it, yeah, yeah. it takes this like creepy, like old Latin demon kind of direction, which yeah. always scares the shit out of me every time. Yeah, I also got Tony Collette vibes from the mom. Oh it's yeah, like, kind of strong lady, good acting. Mm-hmm. You know, not clear, not de- <clears throat> definitely not as powerful as Tony. Collette. No, definitely not. But I got that kind of vibe. Also, I like that they're like the same age. Another thing in scripts is that, and I get this in casting calls. It's like husband you know 35 to 45 blah 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 and then it's like wife 25 to 35 right and i'm like what in what world it's totally like the kings of queens thing that yeah. sitcom where it's like kevin james and he's like is that his name kevin james yeah. and he's like fat and ugly <laughs> he's got a hot wife and he's got a hot wife yeah um and I, that was just like normal for a, that's still like been normal for a long time in movies yeah and like not saying that like beauty is the most important thing but like generally people sure. date a uh, hot people date other hot people or like how the movie elf is completely tainted for me because zoe Deschanel's making out with will ferrell yeah what is that it's disgusting that's they have so many movies like that i'm like that would just not happen Ew. i'm so sorry i feel like he smells like like beef and like, <laughs> his like curly chest hairs and then gross and then um i hate her with blonde hair too it doesn't look <laughs> oh my god uh it, this is ho- the hot take episode oh my god <laughs> um Oh God! So then Kaylee's getting choked again, yep. and Tin grabs the gun, which I guess he knocked out of Alan's hand, and then tells Alan to let her go, and like points the gun at him. And then Alan gets on his knees and puts. So Tim has the finger on the trigger, but yeah. then Alan does too. Yeah, and Alan pulls the trigger to shoot yeah. himself. Yeah. So why didn't Tim just say, "Hi, my dad killed himself. I was pointing a gun at him because he killed my sister," and then he pulled the trigger. I guess because there's no proof. And also, he was really, like, traumatized regardless. He didn't go to jail. He just went to, like, rehabilitation. Right. So, like, either way, he was probably just nuts. I think it's kind of fucked up that he got rehabilitation and then 
Kaylee just had to go to foster foster care, care. which is like one of the most traumatic things you could possibly do for a kid. Yeah. After that. Yeah. So, but that's, hey, look, that's actually realistic. That's the fucking system we live in. Um, We don't give a shit about disadvantaged kids. Right before this, though, they had the uh, um, golf club moment. Where they're oh, yeah. they're whopping like they run in there and they try to they realize it's the mirror at this point. I mm-hmm. don't know at what point they decided it was the mirror, but they just collectively did. Yeah, they like we the mirror's ass. And so they grab golf clubs and they start hitting the mirror like what we saw earlier, but we don't see them actually hitting the mirror. And then it zooms out and they're hitting right next to the mirror. So the mirror is like not letting it hit it. Right. And earlier Marie had picked up the like a paperweight the paperweight and like pissed threw it at the mirror very like this is what she found out about marisol yes and she was like very like distinctly throwing at the mirror but then and just her like arm curved just yeah doesn't let her do it it just yeah. hits the wall next to it really cool it's see like cool. little things like that very interesting mm-hmm. yeah i love that um so yeah so then kaylee gets choked more and then the dad shoots himself finally i was just waiting for that to happen and then all the ghosts are around mm-hmm, like yeah. like zooming in on her or whatever the ghost swarm and then all of a sudden they start like making a buzzer sound like, meh, oh, meh, like meh, the alarm meh, like the alarms it's like when you're sleeping in and you have a dream then your alarm's going off like in your dream yeah like there's a beautiful woman she's like about to put her titties on you and then her mouth oh. starts going <laughs> but way worse yeah but shitty because they're ghosts and they're ghosts and all look really dead and terrible um so then they're back and uh tim is sitting there by himself in the room kaylee's not around and he's like back you know lucid because they've been like running through their past basically this whole night Mm -hmm. like reliving the night that their dad died and everything went crazy oh yes okay i know we're at now yeah and he's sitting there and there's like no one in the room and then he's like all right time to break the mirror yeah so he looks up and he sees that the kill switch um and he sees you know that he's like okay this is this is time yeah we gotta get rid of this mirror timer all the way to zero and the the weight comes crashing down onto the mirror, but, but there's no breaking sound. The mirror doesn't break. No, we just hear a squishy sound. Because surprise, surprise, Kaylee is standing in front of the mirror. Kaylee just got stabbed in the fucking neck with an anchor. Yeah, because she thought in her vision she was walking towards her mom, who was in the mirror, and was like, "Come to me, Kaylee." And she's right. like, "Mommy," and she's like walking up to hug her, and then all of a sudden she gets stabbed in the neck. Right. So they're both in two different delusions. And yeah, basically, it ends up costing Kaylee's life. So and Tim's essentially Tim to yeah Tim's going to prison forever yep and so Kaylee's dead and then we see the police lights are coming in through the window and um yep that's pretty much it it was the mirror it was the mirror it was the mirror, mirror. it was the mirror Mir- it was the mirror so then we're seeing it's like a mix of now and eleven years prior where Tim is li- a little kid getting walked to the police car. And then he's look, and then he's so little kid Tim and older Tim are both in the police car. And little kid Tim looks out the back of the police car window, and sees his mom and dad standing in the window. And then adult Tim looks back and sees his mom, dad, and, and Kaylee, Kaylee standing in the window. So now they've all been taken up by the mirror. Which I'm like, sequel, 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 more, yeah. more, more. Because you can do literally anything with this now. Yeah, you can go wherever. You, you can go backwards. You can yeah. go way back in time to a period movie. That'd be fun. That would be I, cool. I would want to make. A, I would want to see a comedy. Yeah, you could do like a Friday the 13th thing where like you have um, Tommy Jarvis coming back to like try to kill um, Jason over and over. Yeah. And he's like getting older and like different things are happening and different characters come in. You could do a whole new family. You could do a whole new family because the mirror didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So, so I don't know if they're ever going to make more I, of these. I kind of was like ho- not hoping. And I get why they like had to do this in the house because like everything ties into their past and like that was their weakest thing. And like it would have been interesting to see this in a different environment though, like mm-hmm. in her home. Like, not the home where everything happened. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what would happen if she did this in a warehouse that she, like, rented out? Or, like, a hotel? Right. Or, like, yeah, you know? if she had done it in, like, a controlled environment. Right. Like, 
yeah, like honestly, I feel like you could have Craigslisted this and found people who like believed you. Like genuinely, people are believers that yeah. this could be evil. And then like had other people in on this whole thing. And like it would have been safer than just doing it. She, she was going to do it herself at the beginning. Mm-hmm. She was like, you can leave if you want him. And I'm like, dude, that's so that's so bad. That could Anything be a cool could sequel. Happen. Like, um, oh, like some scientists are doing it or something. Or like now there's like a whole society around it. And like they're like, we're going to avenge Kaylee's murder. See? Yeah. Like and it's, it's like a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be or like it's a controlled like like scientific experiment. That's that what would I'm be thinking. Cool. And they're like taking all this data and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, anything could happen. Right. Maybe I'll write it. Uh, we should write a spec script for Oculus 2. Okay. Oculus Rift, the uh, VR headset. Do you think that's got something to do with this? No, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's like a VR headset, but I guess it can't. I mean, I, what does the word Oculus even mean? Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Something to do with an eyeball. Because, like, if you, like, ocular, oculo, oculus. Yeah. Like, your ocular eyeballs. Oh, a round or eye-like opening or design. A circular window, the central boss of a voltude. I don't know what that An means. opening in the apex of a dome. See, that's why I think it's kind of like you're looking into yourself, like the weakest parts of yourself. Right. And that's what it's like doing, you know? But also like VR, you put a headset on, you see things that aren't really there. Yeah, this could be a VR movie. (laughs) You watch it in VR. Oculus colon Rift. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, now we got to review the movie, but um, let's take a short break and then we'll come back and review it. Great. When I say review, I mean to score it. Sorry, we just reviewed it for an hour. Yeah, we reviewed the whole thing. (laughs) All right, I'll be right back. And we're back. All right, so we got to review the movie, rate the movie for fuck's sake. So you remember how this goes, right? Oh, yeah. So we got to pick something to rate it out of. Um, We have a couple options. Okay, one is the Apple light bulb. Yeah, Apple light bulb, um, Boston Terrier. Boston Terrier. (laughs) Um, Dead plant. Dead plant. Uh, Mirror eyeballs. Yeah, uh, Oculuses. Uh, yeah. Um, Dad's I, mistresses. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, Marisols. Um, I think Apple. Yeah, I think Apple, Apple light bulb is the best. It's really funny to me because it seems like it's like Apple's new product or something. Mm, the Apple light bulb. The Apple 10% light- brighter than any other light bulb in the world. <laughs> Introducing the Apple light bulb paired to your <laughs> Apple devices. Great. Okay, so we'll do it out of Apple light bulbs. Great. Um, and so first category is believability. Of the world, the characters, the interactions, everything. For me, I found... Okay, so I think this movie is pretty believable yeah. for what it is because they take the time to set up the um, the world, like all the past with the mirror, yeah. and then the auction. And just if, to me, it seems like it's not just like a like evil entity that's unexplained like hey yeah and it's not like it's a, a world where like this stuff happens or like people are just like oh whatever evil mirror it's like this is an anomaly mm-hmm. and she's like i'm gonna prove it and it takes the time to if you this were to happen to you how your brain would cope with it yeah and make you not believe it yeah because it's so unbelievable i think it's very believable okay what are you thinking i'm this thinking like out I'm, of one right we're one like i'm thinking person. 0.9 yeah 0.9 Great. i never want to give anything like a a hundred? Yeah, because that seems like just... I, I gave the Scooby-Doo costumes a hundred because those are iconic. That's fair. Costumes yeah. in here? Not right. Okay, so that's category two is costumes, which we've already talked about a bit. They're really, really bad. There's They're just really boring. At least they weren't like crazy flashy and like awful. They were just awful and But boring. nothing stands out and there's nothing's no. like making me think like, oh, like it doesn't speak to who Kaylee is. No, it doesn't or, say anything about their characters. Yeah, or who Tim is. And, and it also doesn't look good on them. No, it's, yeah. Like they weren't flattering, and they didn't say anything about them. So, but it gets the job done. Yeah, like a five point five. All right, point five. Yeah, yeah. I'll give them a half on it. That seems fair. Yeah, we're working our way through. 
three is dialogue. Um, and I don't know. I, I think it's good. Like how good it is or how believable it is or just how it how it is. Um, yeah, if it's believable and like the way people interact with each other. Yeah. Um, um, they're like a point eight. Really? Point seven five. Let's point... go with point seven five. Okay. Because I think it's believable. I mean, but that also has you know speaks to the acting because like if terrible actors did said this same dialogue, it might be bad. You know. It, yeah, and it's it's a it's pretty dramatic. It's honestly a really tight script. Yeah. They did a great job. Yeah. And there's nothing that's like that pops out as like cheesy. Like they're yeah. like the their their uh dynamic like Tim and Kaylee's dynamic and the way that they argue back and forth about things. It's like you think. You can see both of them as right. Yeah. Which is how you write a good argument. Yeah. Not like one person's right, one person's wrong. Right. Like and it's like, yeah. Sides. And they're like, I, I don't know. I, there, there were a couple of times when like the, the, the parents were fighting mm-hmm. and it's just like, you know, I have to work. And she's like, yes, you do have to work. But right. why are you working? And he's like, because I have to. Yeah. And like, it was just this like, it's like to build a small business. Yeah. It was just also, he does not just start out a business. They are so rich. I don't know what his mom. Yeah. It didn't come from a new business. I kind of want to know that. what the money was about. Um, but yeah, so there were a couple of parts that were like they just needed to get the uh, the sure, and we we can probably mark them down for the little brother bit. Little brother, they needed to get the exposition. Yeah, and they put that right in the beginning, so you're like, oh no, oh, no. this is gonna be bad. But yeah, no point seven five. That's what I'll say. Okay, and I'll say a point. Uh, what point eight? So okay. that's point seven five plus point eight <laughs> divided by two. Wait, that's not even. <laughs> that's not 0.75 Plus, plus 0. 0.8 equals, and then you divide that by two. There we go. 0. 0.77. Oh, there we go. I think I knew that that was what it was. I did not. Whatever. Um, Four. I mean, I didn't really know. Obviously, I had to do the math. Right. I'm just a dumb dumb. Okay, four is acting. Yeah. <laughs> four is acting slash reacting, which this I can bump on because a lot of the acting is pretty stiff throughout. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Um. Karen Gillan, is that you say her name? Yeah. She, as far as I know. No, yeah, Gillan. Okay, so she, she's good, but then I don't know. Okay, uh, the guy that plays Tim, I think, is not very good. Um, yeah, he didn't have a lot. Brenton Thwaites, yeah, he's kind of just like good to look at. He's not. He like, is good to look at. He's not like bad. Like I wouldn't call him bad, but I also wouldn't call him good. No. And like he did his job. I'll give him that. But like I wasn't like, oh wow, amazed by his performance by any means. No, and I, I just I think that there's just moments of like really stiff things like acting. Like the, when they're first moving in the house and the mom's like, and that box goes over there and this oh, watch out for the crown molding. And yeah. I'm like it's kind of a little bit like Yeah. It felt like I was watching like it wasn't like real. It felt like a little stage. Yeah. Also Oh, I was gonna say something about him, but now I can't remember. The kids are good. The kids are good. They um okay i was gonna say about karen gillen i because i know her from you know doctor who and like some actors are like wow so good like you are a different character to me mm-hmm. and then some actors are like okay in the sense that like they can do the lines and they can give a believable performance but i still see that person you know what i mean yeah like she has certain movements certain things she does with her hands or like when she cries she does like a like a lip thing and like in every role. And it's like, I, I know that that's Karen mm-hmm. Gillan. Like that's just how she probably cries. You yeah. know, it's not like she's like changing it to this character. So, you know, like she can do different characters, but it's essentially it's her doing a character, not a new character emerging she, from her. She did kill her monologue about all the victims. Yeah. That's really good. It's pretty the good. The way she reads it with, or does it with Who do you think is the best actor? Conviction. Uh, I think the best actor in the movie is probably the Katie Sackhoff, the mom. 
Oh, you think so? I think probably. What about the crown molding? I don't know. There's something... That could have been the writing, though. Yeah, but I don't know. I kind of like that she has kind of like a theatrical quality to her. And yeah. you can just read her face a lot. Yeah. Like when she's choking Kaylee at different moments, it's oh, like you yeah. can see the pain in her eyes. Like she doesn't want to be doing it. But then it's also like pain mixed with anger, mixed with like confusion. And you can see it happening all like at different moments in the same shot. Yeah, horror movies would be so like taxing as an actor because like you're always like screaming or like crying or like yeah. running or like um you have to be wet all the time about yeah pro- yeah just generally putting blood on you yeah and like stuff. sweat and stuff um i would say 0.75 i think they did a pretty good job <sighs> um overall there were some stiff moments but it, it definitely made the movie better their acting you know yeah i'm gonna say 0.75 too wait who do you think is the best actor um probably um, I almost want to say the dad. Wow. Because he was, gonna... was just like a dad. Like he was just like, and he was kind of an asshole and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I But I've never seen him in anything else. Me so either. I can't really compare it, you know? And maybe there's a good reason that I've never seen him in anything else. Yeah. And I did like the um, princess champ. Like, oh, that's on my list. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's on my list. It's just like very like, like. What do you need, princess? She's like, we need food. Classic like, that's dad my things to say. But yeah, it's so del- creepy. He delivers it in such a way that's like, it's just, he's talking on autopilot. Yeah, he also didn't have enough lines to really make me like not like, you know, there wasn't like too much to go on. But um, I did really like the line too, where she's like, who is that lady in your office? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And it was just so, it wasn't like, he was like, I don't know. I don't right. know who that is. He was just like, literally don't. Very innocently. like. Yeah, and it was clear that he like didn't, didn't know. know. He was yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, I'd say the dad, probably. Though, but I do like Karen. Yeah. Good old Karen. The dad, Rory Cochran. There we go. Is he in anything else? Mm, let's look. Rory Cochran. Um, must be, right? He is in Scanner Darkly. What the hell is that? You never seen that? No. Um, he's in Dacing and Confused. He's in Empire Records. Oh, okay. He's also in Argo. Okay, he's done not bad for okay, himself. Okay, this man's worked. Yeah. He's got the work. Cool. So I want to be in a WWE movie so bad after doing all these. Dude, they're working it. They're so fun. And then they like also get really good. Mm-hmm. And like they're some of them are so funny. I just it's like the same reason I want to be in like a Sharknado spinoff movie. Yeah, those would be fun it too. Would just feel good, you know? Right. Um, okay, so then I'm gonna say 0.75 as well. So okay, great. then for uh five is our the fifth score is our overall score. So overall when you give score. when you give your overall score, just give a closing argument and just like something you want to leave the listeners with. And yeah, so I can go first or you Yeah, can. go go first. Okay, Oculus. Hadn't seen this movie before. Watched it twice in two days. It was very, very good. I would recommend this to anybody. I think this is one of the best movies that has been reviewed so far on here. Um, it's like not ironically good. It's just actually good. Yeah. And it's... Um, it's got a tight script. It's got an interesting story that works in tropes, like I said before, but is willing to kind of... It's like willing to say, yes, we're working in tropes, but do something differently with them. And I think I really liked the whole psychological thing of like, who do we believe? I've gone over that a few times already, but it's just like, it it was a fun psychological horror movie and there's not a lot of gore and it doesn't need to be gory. And it's fast paced. You're not like bored. No, it's an hour and 45 minutes, but it's like necessary. Yeah, it it feels like an hour like an hour like you're just like oh wow i want more yeah there's no moments of like long panning shots of shit to scare you yeah. and stuff it's just like a lot of it's actually got a lot of talking actually yeah which is cool um so overall i'm gonna give it a 
mm, in uh, mm, uh, a 90. I think it's really good. Okay. So 0.9. Nice. Um, I'm going to give it 0.8 because um, though I, I do really like it and I would recommend it to anyone who likes horror movies or psychological thrillers, there's something about it that's not completely original and I don't like I know that's like really stupid to give um like a critique and then not give a, a con- constructive criticism or like something to fix um but like something like Midsummer was such an original idea and also so interesting in so many ways like I have a hard time giving a movie like a nine or a ten mm-hmm. because that is like a special rating reserved for like movies that are my personal favorite movies ever yeah so this is like this falls below my list of favorite movies ever mm-hmm. but like it's up there with like I would I would rewatch this movie I would recommend it to people who want to uh, watch a good horror for the night um yeah, um, there are just some parts that yeah that were a little stiff, um, but overall I really liked it. Yeah, I can't give a better critique than that. That's kind of shitty. No, I, I it's kind of like when you say something's derivative, like you can't really say how or why, but it yeah. just is. Like you know it is. It's like you've seen it before, and it's definitely like. But I do want a sequel. You know, there should be. I would watch any number of sequels. This of is this. like you know the Conjuring has so many sequels. Like I, this could have like four sequels, and I'd be like hell yeah. Yeah, I love it. And it doesn't even have to be like the same type thing like like you said back forward Mm -hmm. whatever well and like uh, uh, one that i really like a horror series i really like is see no evil which doesn't get a lot of uh attention because it's all straight to video the second one and the first one didn't do very well and it's kane it's an it's an definitely like a classic wwe movie where you got like you know a wrestler as the main character but that's actually a great villain jacob goodnight is like i think iconic he's like a freddy or like a jason and uh I know, um, kind of going off a track here, but as I'm seeing, is like movies that kind of don't get the recognition they deserve should have a bunch of franchises, not Saw or fucking Conjuring. I wonder why they don't have a sequel to this because you said it did well box office wise. Yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of it keeps making more and more money with streaming and stuff, but I think like overall, it's made like four hundred million or what something. Was it, do you know what its budget was? Five, like, I think. Okay, so it definitely made. Oh, it made way all its money back and plus that. Yeah, it's. So you yeah. would think it would make a sequel. What is the um writer done since this i don't know i wonder what he's up to my because maybe he was like you know fuck oculus let's do a whole new thing oh he did dr sleep okay yeah so well he wrote doc he's a writer on dr Sleep. okay so he probably just like got another opportunity was like okay let's go and he wrote on haunting of hill house which i haven't seen that's oh what year is that though 2018 okay yeah oh he wrote hush Oh, I remember. I did read that. Hush is such oh, he, a good movie. He directed it too. I did know that. I was I was researching that last night, and I remember seeing that and being like, "Hush was so good." That is a great movie. That's also a really original concept. That's one of my favorite mm-hmm. horror movies as well. Yeah, me too. Um, if you're looking for a, a good night of horror, damn, Mike Flanagan's like cool. He's really yeah. I feel it. like he he probably wrote Oculus and then like got an opportunity to do Doctor Sleep and was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably like his blank check. Like they were like, okay, you've made us a shit ton of money. Now you can make your movie. So right, it's also not up to the writer to write a sequel. No, not usually. If a production yeah. company wants to yeah. do a sequel, go for it. All right. So I demand a sequel. We demand a sequel. Listen up, WWE Studios. Do it. Buy it. Come on. We know you got the money. Uh, so without further ado, let's get our total. So for our total, we got. 3.77 Apple light bulbs out of five light bulbs, which is a pretty damn good score. That's a good score. That's the, nope, that's the third highest rated. What's the second? That's the fourth highest rated. Oh, no. I feel like it should be higher than that. Um, Fighting with my family's up there. 
Um, Pure Country rated that one though. Me and Liam. Oh, okay. Egan, friend of the show. Uh, Pure Country, Pure Heart with Matt Brown. Yeah, Matt Brown's just gonna. He's just gonna pander. Matt has pandered to to his country boy audience. Yeah, that one doesn't count because. mm. Yeah, that came in with three point nine strawberry rhubarb pies. Of course it did. So that's huge. And then the highest rated film on our list right now is Scooby Doo WrestleMania with four point four nine fake EMP WrestleMania belts. Wow. So. This is not bad, but this is not bad. This is yeah. up there. There are far worse movies on our list, and we rated um, twelve rounds three and twelve rounds two and one. Those ones barely ever make it over two points. So yeah, I'm really glad I got to watch this one and not <laughs> something like twelve rounds. Well, I'm glad we got to watch it too, and I'm glad you could come on and do it. And I'm glad that we got to do like an actual like uh, re- well-reviewed movie that yeah. people really like that I already had seen and really liked. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, thanks for coming on. Is there anything you want to plug before you go? Uh, nope. All right, great. Well, thanks <laughs> for coming on Kelly. Yeah. And I will see everybody on the next episode and thanks for listening. You can email me at mmnrpodcast at gmail.com for any inquiries or questions or anything you want. If there's a certain movie you want to see sooner than later and cool. Yep. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.